Hey everybody, Thomas here from Charge Shot, and uh, this episode is going to sound a little weird. I lost my audio, so I have to use the audio from a video version, and it's going to have some fan noises and stuff like that, so unfortunately I have to use this audio, and uh, yeah, that's that's all for today. Uh, <laughs> so then guys, enjoy your games. Hello everyone, welcome to the Charge Shot Gamescast, each and week friends gather around and talk about video games and things going on in their lives. Today I have with me only Justin. Uh, I want to talk about this time that apparently the Russo brothers are teasing a community thing at uh, Comic-Con this week. Are they? Like, it could be that long rumored movie, the six seasons of a movie movie. <laughs> yeah, it, it could. I, I just see that comment everywhere, though, is everyone's like, by God, I hope Russo brothers make the movie. I'm like, yeah, I know, but, like, they're actually posting things about it. Oh, are they? Yeah. I I just saw, like, while you were starting, I was reading um, this thing and ignoring you about <laughs> uh, a post in reference to, like, their upcoming a conversation with the Russo brothers panel um, that has the Biblioteca Spanish rap and the text 11 a.m., which is the time that their panel is going to be happening. So oh. it sure seems like a community thing is happening at their panel. It certainly does. And, I mean, let's be honest. At this point, they would have the money to bankroll a movie on their own if they wanted to. Oh, yeah, those dudes, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that would be kind of amazing. I don't think I ever saw past season four. I might have seen season five. I can't remember. Season six actually isn't bad. Like it's on Yahoo Screen, so it's got kind of a you know a negative uh, uh, impact because of that. Like it's just it's hard to watch, like it's hard to find anymore. Um, but it was a lot better than season four, and it was moderately better than season five. It was like they could take they could uh, do longer episodes, so like they didn't feel so rushed. Mm. The season five like felt way too high concept for the amount of time they had on NBC. Yeah, I don't know. Like, my memory got really fuzzy after the first three seasons. Yeah, I yeah. get it. <laughs> uh, <Anyway>. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was just hard for me to find because I don't watch TV live. And then after the fact, I think it was on Netflix for a while, and then, that, and then it came off of Netflix. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even sure like where you could watch the entire series now. Because yeah. like said, that one season is kind of owned by Yahoo, and they <laughs> technically bought like the streaming rights to the rest of that se- the rest of the series. But then I'm pretty sure Yahoo Screen isn't a thing anymore. So then, where do those like where do those properties go that are just kind of floating out there that they own? They're on torrent sites. That's where they are. I kind of want to find out, but I'll do it later. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um. So, Justin, what have you been up to this week? Uh I have actually played some games. Uh, I've been doing a lot of editing, um, like a- almost too much editing because I wasn't really that into, into it, but I'm trying to push through and, you know, find the passion again. Um, but I did put out a, a Mario Maker video on Monday, which was super fun to make, because um, I had Hedgy with me, and <laughs> it's fun to put little edits and, you know, goofy things in there for yeah, it. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I, I really like the genie stuff. That was my favorite. <laughs> and um, that's also my second crisscross uh, reference in two videos. Like the the other one I'm working on, I reused that footage for a different joke. 
I don't know why. I just had crisscross on the brain, I guess. Crisscross um, going to make you jump? In my defense, like, I, I had made the... Uh, I, I filmed the other video... or I'm Sorry, I'd written the other video earlier, and then I had the stream with Hedgie, where I kept hearing the jump. And then I recorded that video where I knew I was going to put the, you know, the joke in there. And then I edited the Mario maker thing the next day. So it's like, it, it was all kind of out of order, but like I had <laughs> jumped in my mind because of the other video first. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, yeah. There's some, there's some stuff coming out though. But uh, aside from that, I uh, did some uh, Xbox games actually. Um, on my computer to test out Xbox Game Pass. Um, I played some State of Decay 2 with my brother over the weekend, and that was actually a lot of fun. The game is super jank. Yeah. Uh, like, the multiplayer barely works. Um, we couldn't get voice chat to work very well, which I think part of that was my computer updated, and it reset my uh, my audio inputs. So, like, everything was coming through my webcam, and I didn't realize it. So it was really loud. Like, I was hearing myself on his end because he was wow. going to the connect. And my webcam audio is really bad quality, so I think it was like blaring through his connect and picking up on the speaker. Um, I'm not sure, but uh, but yeah, that game is actually pretty fun, despite the jank. Uh, the, the multiplayer definitely makes it. Like I tried to play it a little bit on my own before, um, just to kind of get a feel for like what you do in it and stuff. And it was fine, but it got boring really quickly. Yeah, it's a bit it's a bit soulless. Yeah. But coordinating with him was really fun, and we're just kind of screwing around at some points. I don't know. I don't have a lot to say about it because it's just kind of there. Like, it it exists. It's neat. Like, there's some cool uh, uh, survival elements, like the uh, recruiting people to join you and kind of like uh, doing their quests to get them friendly with you, and then you can like uh, get resources from them to help your settlement and that kind of thing. Um, I also want it on the record that he went through like three survivors, like he killed like you know three people and had to keep respawning. Wow! And I I didn't die at all, and I never played the first one. Like he was telling me to get this one because he loved the first one so much, and this one is multiplayer, mm. and he still sucks at it. <laughs> is he just like brash about things and just runs into stuff? Yeah, yeah. But, but like also, I like I thought he was with me, and I went to uh, take out an infestation, which is like kind of a a uh, very localized horde. Yeah. Uh, and he wasn't there. Like, he had our, our partner with him. So I was running into this barn alone, taking out this infestation, thinking he was following me. And by the time he got there, I had killed them all. And I wasn't, like, I was close to dead, but I just <coughs> a med pack or whatever, and I was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but he got killed by, like, two random zombies that bull rushed him. So... Yeah, I think I'm just better at video games than him. Um, <laughs> but he will play the crap out of some Dragon Quest builders. <laughs> I don't know if I've shared that meme on here before, but all my friends joke about how much he plays Dragon Quest builders. Mm-hmm. Even down to the fact that he probably put as much time into the Japanese demo of Builders 2 as most people put into the first game. Wow. Yeah. Um, I'm supposed to get the second one with him so that we can do the multiplayer in that, but... It's an expensive month, because I'm going to Chicago next weekend, so we'll see. Um, also, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 comes out next weekend. And that is kind of more important. Uh-huh. Uh, but, aside from that, you and me played some Gears of War, the first game. We did. Uh, 
That was also very jank. You played the Ultimate Edition, so... The Ultimate Jank Edition. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember the Ultimate Edition not coming out to really good reviews. And I didn't know why. I didn't, like, read, read the review for Gears of War 1, because I already played that game. And I can see why. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Like, fundamentally, the game is still there. It's still good. Like, I can see, you know, the, the quality build of it. But it just feels like a very, like, double-A version of that triple-A game. Yeah. Uh, like, we made jokes about, like, the uh, like enemies destroying pillars... And then, like, the rubble from the pillars just flying all over the place like it's made out of styrofoam. Yeah, yeah. And I kept, like, running down hallways, like, uh, knocking into paintings and knock- and them falling through the geometry. And just <laughs> we would, really we would just shoot the paintings off the walls to, like, make it go yeah. through the geometry. Clip all over the place. Yeah, clip all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, like, enemies would die and just, like, ragdoll on top of each other and just kind of, like, float over, like, the, uh, the cover. Mm-hmm. Weirdly. Oh, um, I also had a, a thing on my end where, you know those dudes that are climbing on the walls and the ceil- like the ceilings and the walls? Oh, yeah. I had one, I had a glitch or whatever where they would just like rock it up, like straight up, just whoop, mm-hmm. <laughs> get to the ceiling and then crawl. It was really, really dumb looking. I saw multiple tables set with floating silverware. Yeah. Yeah. Like everything was nicely on there. It was just like a foot above the table. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, good it's a good looking game. Like considering yeah. it's like two thousand five, two thousand six. Right, it's actually like a, I, I said the facial expressions, the cinematic quality, like it all holds up really well. Yeah, it's just the actual gameplay was super jank. Yeah, and I didn't really like some of the fundamental like quality of life stuff, like the fact that you have to uh, go for cover and then vault over the cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's a little slow because like naturally, like you're trying to go for this realistic cinematic look. With, like, the, you know, walking and talking cinematics and that kind of thing during gameplay. Which killed me one time, by the way. Just <laughs> yeah, that's forced, right, it did. <laughs> to walk while talking got me killed because I couldn't react to it because I was going too slow. The that, cinematic killed me, basically. That was because of the, the krill, right? The birds? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. like, I was just walking at natural pace and got to that point. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then mid-conversation, it killed me. <laughs> that shouldn't, like... It no. should get you if that's going to happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Anyway, um, aside from that, like, it's it's just that idea of, like, they try so hard to make it realistic and cinematic and, like, that kind of low camera angle and all that. And then there's points where it's just, like, the the button combinations you have to press to do certain things or, like, the things you can't do just feel like they're immersion-breaking. So no matter how real you make it, if it's not if you're sacrificing fun for that, it's still just not as good as a game that's unrealistic but fun. Yeah. Yeah, Gears has a really weird control scheme, especially with the running the cover yeah. button or the same thing. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Um and also reloading is on the R R B the shoulder buttons, which is weird. But I've played these games for so many years that I'm just used to how they play. So like, I'm used to the active reload system, which you had to yeah. figure out, I had to tell you. The active um, reload is kind of cool, actually. Yeah. I would forget about it, but, like, it's not that big a deal. If you forget about it, you just do a normal reload. Yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, that and, like, the... Well, the gun variety's not great, but the gun's still good. I just wish the reticles were a little less chunky. Yeah. It's a very uh, chunky game. Uh, yeah. Frame rate is not stable on my end, by the way. 
I remember you saying that you had really bad frame rate during cutscenes. Well, I had the exact opposite. My frame rate during cutscenes was very stable and nice. Mm -hmm. uh, but during gameplay, it was kind of going from anywhere between low 40s to uh, high 50s. Oh, I was. Weird. I mean, to me, 30 is good. Yeah, but if you have a frame rate that like, just jumps around, though, you can notice that. Mm. And it's very jarring. Yeah, I... I noticed it, but, like, it probably stayed around, like, 25 to 30, so it wasn't that big a deal. Mm -hmm. It's what I'm used to for gaming, because I don't care about that stuff. <laughs> Meanwhile, I play Destiny at, like, 120 frames per second. <laughs> it does make a difference in a shooter. Like, that honestly might have been part of why the uh, gunplay didn't feel good to me. Mm -hmm. it was Like, it was just slower than yours was. Yeah. Like, the you know, due to the frame rate. I don't know. But it was mostly like the transition from gameplay to cutscenes. It would like kind of chunk out, and then the cutscene would happen, and then it would chunk out and go back to gameplay. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it's good. Like I'm, I'm glad we got to uh, try that out. We'll definitely finish it up, uh, maybe sometime this weekend. Um, and then I want to get on to Gears Four because I feel like that's going to fix some of those quality of life issues I was having with the first one. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Also, uh, you might you might have to go into the control scheme and just fix, like, you know, button map a couple things because I, I believe the reload button is still on the RB because that's gears. Like, that's a, a staple. Um, but yeah, uh, it's time back into gears. Uh, story is really, really by the numbers. And the only reason you're there is for the settings and the characters. So. Yeah, it feels like very much like a hallway simulator with some cool character dialogue as you go. Which is very weird because it was like very linear back in the day. But when you go back to it now, you can see how just how linear it was. Mm-hmm. Games... I think it's more noticeable because of the diverging pathways you can do. Where it's like, which way do you want to go? <laughs> and like, you know, it splits, but then you both just kind of like go down the same hallway at different sides and then come around and you're like, oh, hey. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> it's still just two hallways instead of one. Yeah, I like stuff like that, though, because like, um, there, there were moments where you were able to help me and I was able to support you because uh, yeah. we had different like viewpoints on things. But I know... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think that games have just come so far and have just increased in scope and scale mm -hmm. on what they what they offer now. Compared to like See what, like... Is it Gears 5, the one that's coming out? Gears 5 is the new... I think that's coming out this year, isn't it? Yeah. I'm kind of curious. That's going to be on Game Pass, by the way. So I know. Yeah. It's, all, it's like a pre-order right now. Yeah. I don't. I, I think it comes out later this year. But yeah, we'll check that out when it comes out. I've got it for a year, so... Yay. Um, well, so we'll beat this one, beat four, and then be ready for five when it comes out. Yeah. I think these, like... You know, I want to continue with Borderlands, but I feel like these games are a lot quicker to burn through. Oh yeah, for sure. They're way shorter. Prioritize them right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Aside from those, unless you have anything else to say on gears. No, um, I think that's about it. Yeah. Okay. Aside from those, I did some more Mario Maker. Um, I, I still haven't gotten to play as much of that game as I wanted. It's been out like two weeks now. And I mean, I beat the story, so I guess there's that. Like that. That's a pretty good time commitment. Um, well quote-unquote story, I should say. Like, it's just rebuilding the castle. There's not that much to it. But there's some fun, like, kind of side tangents of, like, characters get kidnapped or, like, uh, one of the other iconic kind of things from Mario Maker pops up. Like, the um, the undo dog 
the the eraser horse bot robot yeah um, a few others pop up the frog is up in the clouds being creepy and doing dance stuff um, so those characters pop up and like kind of have special things for you to do outside of the normal castle stuff which is pretty cool um, yeah I got the uh, the special items you get for completing that like the uh, the super ball for the original Mario, and then the Super Hammer, I think it's called, for 3D World. Neither of which are, like, revolutionary items, but they could be cool to play around with. Um, the Super Hammer, like, you can basically break any block you want with the hammer, and then you can create up to five blocks to kind of, like, build um, to get around on places. So it's kind of a neat way to, like, play around with platforming using that. Yeah, but I was watching... Sorry, Sorry, the fact that the actual hammer can, like, break everything makes it a little hard to build a level around. Right. Uh, I was watching Heji play a level, and what they did was they put a conveyor belt underneath him, mm-hmm. and uh, a bomb go by, and so he had to run across, break the blocks, and then put blocks down so the bomb could keep going along his path. Which is, that's a brainy idea. Yeah, that's not bad. <clears throat> You have to think of those things where, like, you're not breaking anything, you're only building things. I think that that power would be pretty cool. Yeah. But it is neat that, like, they're making new power-ups just for this game. I like mm-hmm. that idea, at least. Uh, but yeah, I did a little bit of some endless run stuff. I tried to do an expert mode one, and it's just annoying. Like, I'm just going to stick to playing my friends' levels, because randos suck. <laughs> Like, they make these not-good levels that aren't even well-designed. Like, they'll just be, like, you know, a, a strip of wall and then, like, open air all around it. And it's just, it's lazy. Like, it's just, I want to make a level in half an hour. Here, boop, 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 go. And, like, they're hard just because they're poorly made. And there's just, like, enemies and obstacles everywhere. They're not actually hard. So it's, like, expert is kind of a rating for the... Uh, completion percentage. Like, yeah. all of the completion percentage, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. And so, like, a low completion percentage makes it ex- expert or super expert, or whatever it's called. Um, I've never done that. But these crap levels, no one beats them because they're just bad. <laughs> and so that's what it's flooded with. So, like, for every, you know, one good level, there's 10 or 15 bad levels, and you only have 15 lives for these endless runs, and you can't get more. Like, you'd think, you know, uh, one-up mushrooms in the levels would, like, give you more lives for that mode, but no, it doesn't. I don't know what they're supposed to be for. At least it doesn't seem like they do. Because I ran into a few in the levels, and it didn't seem like I was getting any of my lives back. Um, you get... Yeah, you're allowed to pick up three, just like the last game. Huh? You get three at a time for each one-up. Sorry, you get you get you can pick up three one ups within a game, and that'll add to your your lives. Oh, that's why. Okay. Yeah. Because you don't get many of them. Like very few people put one up mushrooms or you know one ups in their levels. Yeah, people. Because they don't know how to make good levels. <laughs> they don't think about that. They just don't no. Think about they it. drop a bunch of crap. They give you one mushroom, and they're like, "Go, yeah, figure it out." <laughs> they're not making Mario levels. They're making ha ha. I'm gonna. Like, screw you over levels. Yeah. And it feels like it's worse in this game than it was in the first one. Like, the first one, people seem to actively want to build good things. This one's just, hey, play my stupid level. Yeah. <laughs> I, ha- I haven't done the Endless run yet, so I've only, like, played 
uh, levels that have been suggested to me or yeah. my friends have made. And those are usually good. And those are, like, you know, tolerable. <laughs> Most of my friends' levels have been good. I'll say yeah. that. I won't say which ones aren't because, you know. You don't want to hurt feelings. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I have a few levels I still need to play through. Like, I got added on Twitter, and I still need to play through. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. me too. Uh, but I did, like, I did notice another weird thing about this game that the first one I feel like didn't do, or at least I didn't see it on the like, the bigger levels. When a level is, like, more popular, uh, like, when it has a lot of com- a lot of plays and stuff, you start noticing the comments that are just, play my level, and then the course I beat. It's like the, the YouTube comments section of... You know, like sub for sub, except it's just play my level. <laughs> yeah, that's you'll get because like I, I can see. It. Yeah, I know I hate it too, but like I can see why people would do it though because this game is is vastly more popular than the Wii U version. Yeah, and I people guess. want you to play their levels, right? And they want to see that done. So whenever something's popular, it gets the toxicity brought out. Yeah, it's yeah. still stupid. Like comment on the level, not just. Share your own stuff, you selfish little children. <laughs> yeah, at least like give a compliment or give a give a you know an actual comment and say right. hey like this whatever. Want to try mine? <laughs> if you're gonna do, if you're gonna do that. And like the last few times I've gone live with Mario Maker, you know I, I use the the game hashtag because I'm not stupid. Like I know what you know what people look for, and every single time there's been at least one or two comments of like uh just dropping a course id and the and the twitter replies like i have no idea who they are there's nothing prefacing it it's just course id that's so weird right it's rude like i don't know you you didn't say anything to me you're probably not even watching the stream yeah you just I, dropped your level probably like an auto post every time i see like the, i've been very lucky because like the last few times i've streamed mario maker I've only had one or two people that like came in and said, "Hey, you want to try my level?" I said, "I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, sure, why not? Like, I'm not doing anything. I'm just playing this game." Yeah. <laughs> and and usually it turns out to be good. It's just challenging because I'm really bad. <laughs> well, I'm actually glad I haven't had that like in the stream. It's just been my friends coming in to laugh at me, which is what I you know ask for, um, because my streams are to play my friends levels like that's the point yeah you have you have like a specific goal in mind when you yeah it's a it's a gimmick that i'm kind of doing yeah because it's basically i had so many issues like recording them up from in the first game to put them on youtube it was always technical stuff i'd lose footage whatever so with the stream i can just record while streaming and i know i'm going to get a smooth feed no issues and you can just edit that it's a lot easier on me Mm -hmm. and i can still put them out when a week once a week without you know, using all of my time on that. Um, and it's just, you know, keeping with the times. People love streams, so use my old thing and turn it into a stream. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and eventually I'll have you on there when you make a few more levels. Uh, yeah, um, I don't know how many levels I'll make. <laughs> I did already uh, get the world record on yours, so, you know, there's that. Um, Is it still there? I don't know. <laughs> I haven't checked. I'll check. I've gotten a few world records. I'm pretty proud of myself, actually. Yeah, congrats, buddy. Um, and I, I was really proud of my first clear on Tangy Pop's second level, because that thing was brutal. I, I, I beat both of them. I got the, a world record on the first one. He said I beat it faster than he did when he was uploading it. Um, 
But the second one, no one had beaten, so I got first clear on it. And I, yeah, that made me happy. But uh, anyway, um, so yeah, if people come into the stream and are like, hey, play my level, I'd be like, no, sorry. Like, I'm playing my, my friend's levels. If we get done with these, then maybe I'll play yours. But instead, I'll just play Arby's level again. Because screw you, random guy. Arby's is cooler than you. Please sponsor me. Oh. <laughs> it's, a, so, it's a... Yeah. It's a, the running joke now. <laughs> Arby's, uh, corporations are people, and it's weird. I know. It's actually really, like, the Arby's level is really bad. Spoilers. Like, Sorry, don't, Arby's. Don't Just like it. your food, your level is bad. Yeah, that's actually, that was one of the comments on the level. Like, there's a lot of funny comments. That's my favorite part of playing it. <laughs> Which is like, this level is almost as bad as your food, or like, you know, at least you still have the meats. Like, that kind of, Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good. Yeah. The comments are the best part of that level. Um, yes, in case you didn't know, Arby's made a, a Mario Maker level. Um, but yeah, we can put that course ID in the description, I guess, if you want. <laughs> yeah, sure. I just need to remind myself to do that. Yeah. You'll, you'll edit this. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, I can't think of anything specific though. I've just I've mostly been playing Mario Maker, honestly. Um, I tried. I started making another level, and then I kind of got uh, disinterested because I wasn't really feeling what I was doing. I was trying to do a clown car level, kind of similar to like the first Mario Land, and it just wasn't an interesting design. Like I couldn't figure out a way to make it good. <laughs> um, so I I I need to be inspired for that. I think, but. In that time, Hedgie's put out like five more levels. Yeah, man, he's a he's a machine. <laughs> I guess I got to play those. Right. Um, but this week I'm gonna have a friend here with me, um, doing some local co-op. So I got to spend the week uh, <laughs> downloading some levels because this friggin' local multiplayer sucks in this game, and you can't just like go online and play randos or anything. You can only play levels that you've downloaded. And then there's a little like icon in the corner for local multiplayer on that level hmm. that you have to activate on each level that you play. It's really weird, but like I want to play BG Dad's uh, like co-op level, you know that he was talking about the Majora Mask, Majora's Mask themed one. Oh yeah. And there was some of the Nintendo uh, Invitational levels that I want to check out. Um, so yeah, that'll be fun to play around with, but. Uh, I don't like how bad their multiplayer is. Yeah. Like, yeah, just just come over. Like, we'll you know we'll do like an endless run with the two of us. It'll be terrible but fun. But no, it's like all this work. I have to set everything up and hope the levels are good because I don't want to you know spoil them for myself. But it'll still be fun to play with them. Also, I just seen people play like the online version of it, and it's just like chunky frame rate. Like you'll be lucky if you can play. To I'm level. sure. <laughs> Especially when it's only randos. Yeah. Like, you can only play with randos. So, like, good luck getting good latency with them. Right. <clears throat> so, that's everything for you? Yeah. I'm going to pick up the foster cat tomorrow. So, yay. That'll be fun. I'll have pictures and stuff out. Just follow me. <laughs> um, yeah, so I made a level over the weekend, uh, I did it on stream. And it was, like, really simple. Like, the 
my idea was just to do like a couple of jumps and then a boss fight, basically. But I didn't real like. I realized I left that little gap, that little hole, <laughs> and I wanted that little area to be a trap. But I figured you can't get through that if you're little anyway, so I just uploaded it, and I was wrong. Yep. <laughs> and people started, and yeah, like you and Hedgy and um, um, Anthony uh, were speed running it through with that. So my plan Did backfired. World record? Hmm? Did you check if I still have the world record? Uh, no. If I if I, I have to change the input on this and boot up the game, I'll check. Yeah. If only the Switch were a portable and you could just grab it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, other, like, basically, other than that, um, I've been playing Destiny, obviously. There's... <laughs> so, to, while you were streaming, Justin, we were running a raid with a bunch of first-timers. Mm-hmm. And it was actually pretty cool being, like, the person that had ran the raid before. Because I was, like, describing the encounters to everyone. I was a veteran of the group, so that was pretty fun. Um, hoping to do a scourge of the past uh, over the over the weekend. We'll see. Callus uh, has a new um, tribute hall, so you're doing triumphs to get tributes to put them in your hall, and they're basically like statues. And there's some uh, enemy tributes that you can get. And then put them in your hall, and you can shoot at them. So, you, so it's kind of like a firing range. They put a new, like a firing range in this game. Where is it? There you go. I still got it. You still got it. Still Congrats. got it. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they put in a firing range, which is pretty neat. Um, they also brought in bad juju, and the bad juju quest is pretty cool. Uh, once you get 18 tributes, uh, there's a new quest for you to do, and it takes place in the Ascendant Realm on the on the raid, uh, the first one, the Leviathan. So it's kind of like the, like a Ghost World version of the of the raid. But it's also a raid. <laughs> it's not a raid. It's a it's a mission that you run through. So you'll notice like the throne room, like all the different encounters that you've done before. But uh-huh. in this like weird ghost world, and you have to kill Taken and stuff. It's really cool. Hmm. Um, at the end, there's like a huge fight between Cabal loyalists, people that were loyal to Callus, and a bunch of Taken. So they're all fighting each other, and you have to get in there and try and kill, like wipe them all out. And then more Taken spawn, you kill them, and then you can finally get the gun. And the gun is pretty cool. It uh, refills the clip after each kill, and also gives you super energy as well, and it does more damage for each kill. So. <laughs> It's pretty overpowered. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, real quick, like while you're talking about Destiny, um, we've, we've been watching this show on Netflix called Sick Note. It's like, I think it's a, probably a BBC show that is a Netflix original over here. And it has like Rupert Grant from Harry Potter and uh, Nick Frost of like, you know, the uh, uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost duo. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Rupert Grint's character like plays uh, Destiny online with a friend like all the time, and so they have a surprising amount of Destiny in this in this show. <laughs> like, oh, that's cool! Like you know, they're actually like showing cutscenes and like it's it's being referenced that it's that game. Mm-hmm. But then, like as it goes through the season, uh, he has like his online friend is talking to him, uh, uh, and like he says something like, "Oh, you got the new maps," and like sits down. And he's like. 
come on, get don't you have another controller? Like implying that they could just play together. And like neither of those things are accurate because you don't get new maps in the game technically. Like you don't buy them like in Halo or something. And yeah, yeah, I guess so. yeah. Like you don't say you got the new maps. You say you got the new expansion, right? Like right. <laughs> So, like, it just upset me because I was like, oh, this, this is so cool that, you know, Destiny's get Bubba's love on here. And then it's like, no, they just don't know what they're talking about. And they show random game footage. Like, they're trying to play it off as if it wasn't Destiny, probably. It's like when they uh, played Rage in uh, Breaking Bad with a, with a light gun. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, cool, Rage. Wait, why are you playing it like that? You can't do that. Right. <laughs> It doesn't help that he has a um, a console war like uh, fight with like the the guy's landlord. Oh boy! About you know whether like why PS4 is better than Xbox One, but Destiny's on both. <clears throat> like if that's the game that you're like wanting to play, right? But they also uh, had exclusivity on uh, PS4 for some things like uh, a couple true. strikes and stuff. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, I thought you you would appreciate that. That Destiny's getting some love on some random British show. I do appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's pretty much the new stuff that's come out is uh, the new quest. And we're planning to do a raid this weekend. Maybe I'll stream it. Um, you can catch me over at Gameplay Stuff. Um, Lo says he's free for the raid tomorrow. So, like, awesome. oh, then I can't stream it then. Oh, well. Oh, you can't stream with him? Uh, yeah, he's asked me not to. Oh. Because I wondered. I, like, I thought you did that once, and I was like, is that okay? Yeah, I know. I did it once, and he's like, hey, don't do that. I'm like, oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't know. It's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, but basically... Oh, it's so difficult, like, you know, to know the rules. It is, it is. Um, but yeah, that's basically it. Uh, I haven't played anything else, really. Um... Like, maybe some Witcher here and there. Uh, we already talked over the stuff that... You and I played a bunch of stuff this week together. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's move on into the news. Uh, quick follow-up from last week. Uh, G2A is back in the news with uh, some shitty marketing practices. Uh, so, G2A offers to pay journalists who run pre-written articles defending them. Uh that they wrote. Yeah, that they wrote. Yeah. Basically, like, yes blogs, pretty much. Yeah. Um, see, uh, yeah, so it says here, the accusations of subpar security, developer disenfranchisement, and fraud that have surrounded it for years today. Someone from the company tried to take control of the narrative surrounding its shady public image by sending out a transparent and unbiased uh, pre-written article about stolen game keys and asking sites to publish it without being marked as sponsored or marked as associated with G2A. Which is illegal. <laughs> it is. Or unbiased of you, G2A. <laughs> um, a representative for the marketplace then blamed this move on an employee without authorization calling it unacceptable. Which, I work in marketing and this kind of stuff happens sometimes, so it could have been. But yeah... They had a fall guy. Yeah. Like, they talked to him beforehand, like, okay, we're going to do this. And if it goes bad, we're going to blame you. <laughs> Is that okay? You're not going to be fired. But we have to have you be the bad guy. 
Yeah, my business actually like fired people for doing shit like this, so <laughs> it's been done before. Yeah, when it's actually like an unauthorized thing, for sure. Yeah, we're kind of dealing with that a little bit. But right it's now. A, yeah, it's a little shady though because it's G two A. G two A has always been shady, so it it doesn't. It's not out of the realm of possibility for them to think this is a good idea for their marketing. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, so today's email also included a sample of the article. Publications were being asked to publish, which somewhat counterproductively says that with some luck, you can probably sell one or two or even ten keys on G2A without triggering any of the other security measures. So they're even trying to get people to, like, tell people to go there and buy games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's totally unbiased. Totally unbiased. Yeah, I, I remember just reading uh, tweets about this. Like, hey, like, journalists is tweeting out. It's like, I got an email from G2A telling me to, like, publish an article on our website. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's so laughable. The one place you don't go to for, like, hey, can we keep this under the table is journalists. <laughs> uh, like, maybe, like, some um, influencers, like some YouTubers or something. Right. <laughs> Especially not for free. Yeah. Like, play the game right, G2A. Um, so, speaking of comedies, let's head on into an intentional comedy, Cuphead, Netflix TV show. Uh, so, yeah, there's going to be a new uh, TV show for Cuphead. Uh, first TV show. Uh, it's coming from Netflix. The animation is coming from in-house animation on uh, Netflix's in-house animation. Um, it's going to be traditional. It's not really pen to paper, more like pen to digital. So I guess you use a Wacom tablet or something. Yeah. Every frame will be hand-drawn, but digitally. Hmm. Um, this is not being made by the studio MDHR, which is the people who made Cuphead. Um, yeah, they said traditional. Uh, they said it's going to be a safe for kids, but written so that there are things that adults find funny. And it appeals to a wider audience, not just toddlers or kids. So, kind of like a Pixar movie, I guess. Yeah. Um, I guess he's being a problem with people that, like, you know, love the specific animation style of Cuphead the game. And then being like... Well, it's, the animation looks so different. Like, it's not done by them. I mean, honestly, this looks pretty authentic. It looks pretty good, yeah. But I'm just saying, I can, I can definitely see people complain, like, once an actual trailer comes out and you see the animation in action. and People are very critical of everything, but especially Netflix. Uh, the story for this is not going to be about the, uh, the game, uh, Don't Deal with the Devil. It's going to be other stories instead. And they kind of talked about um, Mickey Mouse cartoons and how he wasn't just one thing. There was always something different going on with Mickey Mouse. Like, he was a pilot at one point. And, and Steamboat Willie. Yeah, Steamboat Willie. So it's going to be more like that, I believe. Uh, which I, I kind of miss those kind of shows. like Kind of like variety cartoon shows. Yeah. <clears throat> Little vignettes. Yeah. Um... I watch this. Like, I didn't really care to play the game because it was too hard, but I like the concept. Mm-hmm. If I have Netflix, I'll watch it. I don't. I don't know if I have Netflix still. I need to check. 
How long until they make some kind of crude joke about what's in their cups? Like someone tries to drink one of them and then like has a, you know. <laughs> I'm going to say the first episode. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> like, because like, I believe Mugman drinks himself for like a superpower that he does. Kinky. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Um... <laughs> You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, keeping within the the vein of Weird movies not? and TV shows, let's move into the Mortal Kombat news. All right. So, uh, Mortal Kombat finds its Sub Zero, which is James Wan. Is it Wan? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Wait, no, that's not who. Oh, yeah, that's right. What's James Wan is the producer of the movie. I thought that didn't sound right. Okay. The actor is... Let me van. Oh, Joe Taslam. Joe, yeah, thank you. Sorry. Joe Taslam. I scrolled way too far. Yup. <clears throat> you just looked for the first name you saw. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Who's Joe, Ta- Joe Taslam? Uh, he's mostly a uh, stuntman who has worked with, what's his name? The Raid guy. Uh, he's from The Raid. Okay. Stuntman of The Raid. Whoever directed that. Was that uh, jo- uh, James Leach or something like that? Something Leach? He did Atomic Blonde. Uh, Gareth Evans. Something. It says here, huh? Gareth, it says here Gareth Evans. Is the director of the raid? Yeah, that doesn't seem right. Maybe he was like second director or fight choreographer. I don't remember. I'm bad at this. I don't know fighting stuff. Um, he was also in Fast and Furious Six, apparently. Yeah, Fast and Furious Six, Star Trek Beyond, uh, and the raid. Mostly like fighting choreography stuff, yeah. action movies, that kind of thing. The Raid is really good. If you haven't seen The Raid, check that out. I haven't. It's basically that new Judge, like the the latest Judge Dredd movie. Uh huh. But it came out before Judge Dredd, so Judge Dredd just ripped that off, pretty much. Uh, except Judge Dredd is great, so I don't care. <laughs> it is great. I lo- I like it. I'm just saying. Yeah. If you like that movie, you'll probably also like The Raid. Huh. Dredd, all right. Cause he did. Oh, apparently he's in Warrior as well. I have a friend that's really into that show. I tried watching it, and I only lasted a couple episodes. I couldn't do it. Oh. I, I'm getting Gareth Evans confused with someone. I thought he was the guy that did uh, Godzilla. The latest one? The last one. Okay. Gareth Edwards. There you go. This is the director I was thinking of. Too many Gareths. Right? Like, Gareth is not a common name. <laughs> okay. But who is the one I'm thinking of? Atomic. Well, I like just. That's like, um, the slow mo guy. Uh, typing. No, wait, that's not it. I was. No. It's. Where's the director? Why is it not listed just prominently? This is great radio. Uh, David Leach. David Leach is what I was thinking of. 
and he. Oh my god! Do I really need? He did John Wick, Deadpool too. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. that's the guy I was thinking of. See, John Wick, Deadpool. I just thought he was also the raid. Did he work on the raid at all? I don't know. I'm not googling anymore. Whatever. There. Uh... It was time to go to uh, uh, IMDb, IMDb Pro- Prime. Is that what it's called? Wait, they have a they have a subscription service now. They do. What's it? What's it for? Second unit director. I don't know. For more information, I guess. He was no. He wasn't second director on those movies either. Okay, I'm moving on. Uh, Mortal Kombat is also going to be R-rated and have fatal- fatalities as well. So cool. Yeah, me. <laughs> I'm going deep, man. This is great. For people that are listening, I hope you I hope you're enjoying Justin just reading things off a screen right now. Uh, yeah, they are actually. So you can just suck it. Okay. Well, apparently, David Leach has nothing to do with the raid movies. Congrats, you figured it out. Yeah, I could have swore he was like stunts or something, but nope. <clears throat> cool. All right. Anyway. Yeah, so, uh, like, fatalities and crap. That's neat. I mean, it's nothing we didn't already know, but I just fully believe that this movie is going to be, like, as campy and ridiculous as the games, but it won't, like, critics will hate it. Yeah. And it'll be one of those that, like, doesn't do well in theaters, but, like, finds a cult cult audience. Kind of like the first Mortal Kombat movie, but probably good. Um, you know, quote-unquote good. The first Mortal Kombat movie is not good. No, it's not. We did a watch-along. You can listen to that. Yeah. Like, watch that and then admit with us that it's not good. People remember it being good. It's not good. Yeah. Um, But that and the second one were both PG-13, which is a mistake. This will be absurd. And I can't wait. And we know that at least Sub-Zero's in it, so there's that. Okay, uh, keeping it within the movie realm, you also have uh, Amazon making a Lord of the Rings MMORPG. Not the one that you're already that's already out there called Lord of the Rings Online. A new one by uh, people who worked on EverQuest, Destiny of World of Warcraft, and Planet Side, apparently. Uh, They're also working on Amazon's other upcoming game called New World. Mm-hmm. So... The studio that's had, like, four projects canceled and allegedly still has something in the works, and then now they also have this. And they haven't produced anything yet, but we can trust them with Lord of the Rings, right? <laughs> They're also making a show, aren't they? So Amazon is, yes. They're putting a lot of money into the Tolkien universe. Yeah. And I assume that the the people who own, or will own the Tolkien universe or whatever will want to see a project on this, so... I'm assuming that this will actually come to fruition. I will say this would not be the first canceled Lord of the Rings game. It won't be the last. No. <laughs> Lord of the Rings has fallen on hard times. We got Shadow of War, which was barely a Lord of the Rings game. Uh, Lord of the Rings Online, I feel like, is dead. Is it not dead? I think it's just around. Like, it's still going. I'm not putting out content for it, though. 
I haven't played that game in like twenty or ten years. So. I've never played it. Jesus, that old. Uh, like it was coming out when the movies were out. Yeah, man. Dang. All right. Um, but this, it's weird, because, like, this project is going to tie into the movies. But the TV show, wait, no, sorry. The... No, the game is going to tie into the books, not the movies. That's right. Okay, I got it flipped. The, the game is going to tie into the books, but the TV show is going to tie into the movies, technically. <laughs> It's set in the same universe during the second age before the movie trilogy, but it's continuity wise in line with them. So it's like basically the earliest continuity we've gotten behind like the Hobbit and then uh, Lord of the Rings. Um, so it's weird that they're working on two separate projects, but they're not connected in any way. That seems like a missed opportunity. <clears throat> yeah, uh, they should have made a Golem game instead. Supposedly they are still. That's another project that will probably be cancelled. No. That's that's a real thing. Yeah, the end of this article. No, but, but I thought I thought that was the TV show. No, the TV show is set during the second age. Another upcoming game featured Miller Lord of the Rings Golem was announced in twenty twenty one. Oh yeah. Okay. You I, thought, that? I thought that was a TV show for some reason. I don't know why. There were a bunch of ideas for the TV show, and they had to announce what it specifically was, and now it's it's officially the Second Age. Which, like, if you remember, there was a Lord of the Rings game a while back called the Third Age. That was, like, the around the Lord of the Rings time following Aragorn and all that. So this is just basically, like, the age before the, uh, before the Lord of the Rings stuff happened. Like, probably the forging of the rings and that kind of thing. Okay. Kind of cool. Uh, speaking of kind of cool things, uh, Nintendo Switch Lite. It's a smaller, cheaper Switch with better looking case. I really like that turquoise color. Yeah. I like it, but I like it. <clears throat> I, I, also, I also like that uh, weird, like, orange-yellowy shell, but the buttons don't make it look good. No. The buttons are all, like... The turquoise clean. with the white looks really clean. Yeah, it does, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a cheaper Switch, uh, 200 bucks American. Uh, it's missing a bunch of features from the Joy-Cons, like de- being able to detach and uh, <laughs> uh, HD rumble and some of the sensory stuff. So it has gyroscopes, um, so like you can still do like motion aiming and stuff. You know, holding the device and moving it around. Yeah, you so, do anything that requires the Joy-Cons to be separate and moving independently of each other. Yeah. To be clear, some people were confused because it said something about like the IR motion camera is missing, and I thought that meant that the controller that the system doesn't have motion. But no. they shouldn't call that thing the IR motion camera because that's confusing. You can still tell people you're using tilt controls. You can. Fuck, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but. Basically, the only games that won't work with this so far are 1-2-Switch, um, Super Mario Party, for the most part. Uh, I don't know why you would get that game on this. Like, some things would work, but it's not worth <laughs> uh, getting. Um, the Just Dance, like, the different, you know, type of dance games. And I think there's one other thing, but I can't remember it right now. Um, and even those will technically work, 
you just have to uh, set it up like on a kickstand of some sort because it doesn't come with one. Yeah. And then use a separate Joy-Con on it. But you can play it in tabletop mode. The one thing I think this missed, like, for the most part, it's a good idea. The things that strip to make sense, to bring the cost down, that kind of thing. The one mistake I think they made is that it cannot be docked. Like, I get it's handheld only, whatever. How much more expensive is it to have it have the ability to dock? It's still the same connector. It's still that USB-C on the bottom. It just won't register in a dock for some reason. Yeah, they, they could have cut out the uh, the dock in case you already had one or you could buy it separately. Right. Because, like, sure, the Joy-Con don't attach. I get that. It's slightly smaller, so it wouldn't fit in the traditional dock. But most people have third-party ones anyway. Or, you know, there's probably workarounds of some sort. Uh, or you could even just plug a cord directly into it. That still works, too. Uh, but, like, literally, there's no way to make it project onto a TV. Yeah. So the only way to play it with other friends and stuff is tabletop mode with detached Joy-Cons. <clears throat> Joy-Cons, no problem. Like, if you have an extra set, eh, cool. But not being able to dock it at all just feels like it's missing something. Like, the conceit of the Switch is missing. <laughs> right, right. The whole reason that it's called the Switch. Right. So, I get that this is just the 3DS replacement. Like, they just want everything to be unified. But, Justin, they said it's not replacing the 3DS. They said the Switch was not. This is. Okay. <laughs> but, that's, that's the one thing that kind of gets me. Um, because no one wants to play in tabletop mode with their friends... Like, even with the regular Switch, no one wants to do that. So why would they want to use the slightly smaller one that way? Like, huddled over with multiple Joy-Cons attached. Mm -hmm. It's just goofy. Yeah, Um, it's also a pain to ask for families as well that want to have two Switches. Like, one for a brother, one for... or Well, you know, two siblings, one for older brother, one younger brother. And then the younger brother will get shafted and get this version. Mm -hmm. And they can't play on their TV. (laughs) Because, yeah, for the most part, it makes sense to have a cheaper option for the people that don't care about docking, just want the handheld, blah, blah, blah. You know, they've, they've never bought into consoles, but they would get something that's handheld only, that kind of thing. It has better battery life. That's super nice. And it's lighter, which yeah. is nice. But parents are going to be confused. They're going to see, oh, well, I'll just get this cheap one. It's the same thing, right? And they won't be educated. So it's going to take work to educate on the differences. Whereas, like, if you could dock it, not that big a deal. Like, the kid would still be like, oh, man, you got me this instead. But, like, it still works as a TV. It's just you have to have some sacrifices for it. Yeah. Um, ironically, the sacrifice is about $80 for detached Joy-Cons, which makes up the difference of the cost. But <laughs> it's something that you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I think this would be for is people that want to, like, not have to take their Switch uh, like on a you know long plane ride or something like that. Um, I saw one of our one of our uh, Twitter friends, um, Lily, Leels, however you want to say that, uh, complaining because she was like, you know, I like this comes out after I, my switch was stolen off of a plane, um, or lost, whatever. Uh, because she would have loved to have like you know this and regular switch. So like when you're going to travel, 
you just transfer your data over to the small thing. You take it with you. If it gets lost, at least you have your main one at home. Sure, you got to have some money for that. Like you have to be willing to sacrifice two hundred dollars for something, but at least it's it's considered a backup then instead of your only device. But even then, they're not making the transfer super easy. It's not like you can just you know start on one system and switch over to the other. Switch over to the other when you go and keep one mostly at home and one mostly on the go. It's a constant like data transfer process between the two, so it's not even that feasible unless it's like you just want it for a long trip. Like if you go on a week long trip once a year, you can make that transfer over, take the light on for the week, transfer it back, and then you're good for another year. But that's not worth it then. No. So I think there there's some <laughs> weird stuff to this that they could have thought about as like you know. How about we make this a second switch for people that already have them? We can make extra sales that way if we make the transfer process easy. Or, you know, how about we make it still dockable and you just have to get separate Joy-Cons? Then we can sell that accessory to people that just want a cheaper, smaller thing that they can also still dock. Like, those are just marketing things that they missed out on. Mm -hmm. But I have been seeing a lot of people, like, complaining that they cut features of a thing that's $100 cheaper. Like, do you expect it to be exactly the same, but still cheaper? That doesn't make any sense. That's not how things work. And the things that they cut out, like, I don't see a reason to complain about, like, HD, like, even Rumble. Like, I had to buy a replacement Joy-Con for my left one, and I bought the cheapest one I could find, and it doesn't have Rumble, and it doesn't bother me. Like, for I like Rumble. But, like, I got the cheap Pro Controller, so, like, if it's a game I don't need it or, like, it's not that big a deal, I can just use the Pro Controller. If it's a game where I do need it, I've got the Rumble and my Joy-Cons. But I'm starting to get the left drift a little bit, so I'll probably have to change those out soon, and we'll see what I do then. Um, maybe I'm just used to not having Rumble in a lot of things because I started playing with the uh, keyboard and mouse and the 3DS, so, like, I'm used to not having Rumble in some stuff. There are a few games where, like, it actually makes the gameplay better or is needed. Uh, one thing I saw about this is games like Mario Odyssey, uh, where there's, like, there's some moons where you have to uh, use the HD rumble to, like, see where uh, where something is and then ground pound on the spot that it rumbles mm, the most. Yeah. Like, that's just one little thing in the game. Like, there, obviously, there's hundreds of moons in that game. You don't You can skip those. But, like, that feature won't be doable with the Switch Lite. Like, how are they going to compensate for that? Are they going to patch the game so that there's another way to find them? So it's like weird little things like yeah, that. Where like, they yeah. put these things in the game that you just can't do without the HD Rumble. Mm -hmm. They're not game-breaking, but you still have to think about it. So then you get a situation like the, the when the 2DS came out where there's features of early games that need that Thing. Like uh, Mario 3D Land had some puzzles that required 3D because um, like it was a it was a image that looked like it was just a block, and then when you turn the 3D on, you could see the depth between like where you can jump inside the block. Yeah. Like on the 2DS, you can't see that, so it just looks like a block. There's no <laughs> like there's no way to know how to make progress in that screen. Um, but every game that started to come out later in the 3DS life cycle just stopped making 3D necessary. Like, either games just didn't have it at all, had it limited, like Pokemon, or had it, but, like, 
there was no requirement for it. It was just kind of there as a cool feature. Yeah. It was it didn't play into the gameplay anymore. So I feel like this is going to be the same way, where HD Rumble is just going to become an afterthought because there's one version of their system that doesn't have it, so they can't develop for it anymore. Yeah. And that kind of sucks. But, again, you have to cut things to get the price down. That's just how it works. Mm. I don't know. This is a good thing. I'm glad this exists for the people that want it. I have no desire for it, unless maybe it had, like I said, docking features and was would easily transfer data. So I'd love to just have a cheap one to like keep in a, in a carrying case. Um, you know, set up the transfer and then go. Like not have to worry. Like leave my switch at home all the time. Uh, I think it's a hassle like <laughs> taking the Joy-Con off because I always keep them in the puppy dog unless they're dead, and then I'll put them on the switch, charge them, and then put them back on the puppy dog. Mm. Um, so like if I could just leave them off all the time. And like not have to ever take it with me, that would be ideal. Yeah, I just leave mine all on all the time, and then I use the Pro Controller for home. Um, another thing is that uh, the screen is also a bit smaller as well. So yeah, that's kind of a bummer because there's a still bit. a bezel. Like there's just as much bezel as the regular Switch, but the screen's smaller. Right, right. But, but yeah, the bezel is way too big. Yeah. It's 2019. Get your bezel together. Right. Um, yeah, there's I mean, like a inside the bezel. What? Like there's the colored bezel, and then there's like a, a kind of a, a black streak. Oh, you're looking at the the Zacian and the Zamazenta version. I don't know what you just said. The weird Pokemon, the weird picture. Pokemon version. No, I'm looking at every picture. They all okay. have a, like a black. Because, like, the the weird Pokemon version also has that, where it's, like, a black thing, and then there's, like, another thing around that. I'm talking about, like, the, there's, the, there's the colored bezel, like, around the screen. And then inside of the bezel, like, you know, before you see the actual screens of games, there's, like, kind of a thin black line yeah. all the way around. The yeah. There's, like, a bezel to the bezel. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's double bezeled on a smaller screen. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. That sounds like a, like a Jerry Seinfeld joke set up. It's double bezel! What's the deal with these double bezels? <laughs> Alright. Uh, I'm, I'm done talking about the new Switch. How about you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so moving on, we only got two stories left. Uh, let's talk about the new Until Dawn follow-up, uh, Man of Medan. It has online and offline multiplayer modes. Uh, so essentially, this game, it's a new horror game. Uh, you can play it single player. It's no problem. Uh, you can play it online uh, with another friend. You both play different characters. And uh, it's basically like asynchronous multiplayer. You do one thing while the other person does another thing. And the, uh, the other mode is uh, offline multiplayer they're calling it where it's um you can play up to five people and you pass around the remote uh the remote you pass around the controller to other people and they each different person plays their own character Hmm. interesting i like the idea of like asynchronous co-op 
because with Until Dawn, like I didn't beat it or anything, but I played a bit of it with a friend um, just because like he knew the game a little bit. And so like he was kind of, you know, commentating on it while watching me play and um, giving me tips and stuff. And like, I, I'm a baby with horror games. Like if I could play it with someone else, that would be ideal. For me. Like I would be able to get through that. Although it's asynchronous, which means sometimes you're left to your own. Uh, and the this uh, thumbnail for the trailer is horrifying. So maybe I won't play this, actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> I would uh, really like this uh, version uh, for the movie night mode. Because uh, when, I, when I was dating someone before, uh, we played the Telltale games together. And we mm. would, like talk over the, the different decisions that we could do so like that yeah. was a really good that was a really good time and i think something like this like just enhances it and it hasn't really been done with horror games before yeah so i imagine it's probably not too long like to you know to sustain like passing the controller around to people because you have to be engaged for long enough mm-hmm. so it'd be fun just like to get five people together for a night and just like kind of instead of having a movie night like ha- play this movie night mode for like two hours yeah the same experience yeah it sounds like fun yeah uh this game's coming out august 30th so if you're interested take a look cool. and it's kind of weird for the pc though because like that doesn't feel like the atmosphere for that kind of movie night mode they, yeah yeah you want to be everywhere though yeah i guess so. and the last news story for today is halo co-creators a new studio reveals first game it's a sci-fi fps it is called uh, Disintegration. Not a great title, but cool logo. Tomorrow, get off my stick. Oh, uh, there's not a whole lot that we have, is there? This is a teaser. No, a little announced teaser that just kind of like shows at different angles of a ship, um, and then a little bit of information about like what the game is. Um, it's, it sounds like it's kind of like... It seems like everyone that comes out of Halo tries to make the next Halo. <laughs> um, so it, it definitely has that, like, sci-fi, like, heavy world, uh, like, Halo Destiny vibe to it. Um, well, what if this is a... Oh, yeah, they did say it's an FPS. Because I was going to say, yeah. well, if this is a Wing Commander. But it's not FPS. Yeah. <laughs> Be more information coming at Gamescom on yeah. August 15th, so yep. just over a month. Um, but this is being made by Obsidian. No, no, it's a new studio. No. Oh yeah, published. Sorry, I realized I said made. Published by Private Division. Oh okay. Yeah. Uh. So, yeah, this is uh, Halo co-creator Marcus Leto's new studio, V1 Interactive. That's the studio that's doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I guess that's the lead on this game. Well, I brought up Private Division because you remember like, uh, like around E3 time or something like that, they had a posting of like uh, Outer Worlds and Kerbal and then like one other unannounced project. Yeah. Um, that were all coming, like, I think this year, mm-hmm. or, you know, early next year or something. And I think there was going to be some kind of announcement at E3 of what the other thing was going to be, but there wasn't. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that this is their final project. And it's like, 
they are Halo, basically. Yep. So I I think we're going to need to keep an eye on Private Division. They've got their Fallout in the Outer Worlds. They've got their Halo and Disintegration, and they're a fairly new uh, new publishing arm. So like they're kind of a powerhouse already. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm taking. I'm looking forward to seeing what this is going to be. So with your next destiny, (laughs) uh, I doubt it. I don't know. Something tells me that they don't want to make a new shooter. I think I would prefer it to be a single player, yeah, uh, or at least co-op adventure game. Yeah, I'm kind of done with looter shooters. How dare you? No, I'm kidding. Well, I just mean like I don't need another one. You know? Yeah, I've got I've got my destiny. You know, they're they're good. Oversaturate that market, right? Right. Um. So, Justin, where can people find you? They can find me if they look up Zero Score on Twitter, YouTube, or Twitch, uh, or Instagram. I guess I can. I don't. I keep forgetting I have that, but I put stuff there sometimes. Yeah, you do. Cat pictures. Um. Yeah. Like I said, I've got some Mario Maker stuff coming um, on both Twitch and YouTube. Uh, I've been streaming Mario Maker every week. At least once a week. Um, I did notice it's a little bit better with OBS. I still got some dropped frames, but it was like, I think the highest it was, like, was like 3, 3%. Hmm. Uh, whereas on Streamlabs, it got up to like 90% at one point. Yeah. So I think it was just Streamlabs was chunky. Um, and I think a lot of the stuff on OBS was my webcam. Which is funny because yeah. Streamlabs works really well for me now. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's not optimized for for AMD, probably. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to step in here and say you can find yeah. me on Twitter, CSG Thomas. You can also check us out here at Charshot.com for audio, video, ranking content. Check us out on Spotify and uh, anywhere you can get your podcasts. And until then, guys, enjoy your games. Good night. Bye.